0: Why am I so tired when I wake up, when I'm at work, when I'm with my friends, when I go to bed? Why am I always so tired? Picture this, late night study sessions, hanging out with friends until the early hours, balancing a hectic schedule, partying like there's no tomorrow, waking up early and having to navigate work deadlines. If any of this sounds like a page from your life's book, you're in good company. As someone who's used to burning the candle at both ends, I've had my fair share of periods where I've just felt so drained all the time. Hey guys, I'm Zabir. Welcome back. If you're new here, you know what to do. If you're tired of always being tired, then you're in the right place. Today, we're going through the seven main reasons why you're always feeling tired. And then for each reason, I'll give you three science science-backed tips for how you can improve your energy levels. Let's get into it. The first and probably most obvious reason why you're tired is a lack of quality sleep. It might sound simple, but you'd be surprised at how common this actually is. According to a recent global survey, only half of us is satisfied with our sleep, living a lot to be desired. Sleep and quality of life are inextricably linked. And I've done a video on the dangers of not sleeping enough, so I won't go into too much detail now. But why are we not getting good quality sleep? A lot of it can be down to poor sleep hygiene. And one major culprit is the modern habit of scrolling on socials in bed. And a lot of us are guilty of this. And the blue light emitted from our phones interferes with the production of melatonin, the hormone responsible for regulating sleep-wake cycles. And this means that even if you're spending enough time in bed, the quality of your sleep might be compromised. Another reason we have poor sleep hygiene is inconsistent sleep schedules. Going to bed and waking up at different times each day can disrupt your body's internal clock, making it harder for you to fall asleep and wake up feeling refreshed. And this is especially difficult if you're a shift worker like me. So what can you do to improve your quality of sleep? And the first thing is to improve sleep hygiene. So create a bedtime routine that excludes screen time at least an hour before bed. Replace scrolling on social media with relaxing activities like reading a book or meditating dim the lights in your bedroom to signal to your body that it's time to wind down. The next tip is to leave your phone out of your bedroom and not next to you. This will really help stop you from procrastinating and watching random YouTube videos and documentaries in bed. Also, if you wake up in the middle of the night, you're less likely to grab it and start doom scrolling. If your phone is your alarm, then put it out of reach before you start your wind down process. This can help to discourage the late night scrolling. Your screen time will drastically reduce if you do this one thing. The third tip is to make sure your bedroom environment gives you the best chance of sleeping well. A relaxing room that is quiet, dark, and comfortable and cool in temperature can really help. Also, simple things like washing your bed sheets every week or two can make a difference as well. Have you ever found yourself emotionally on the verge of collapse? Maybe your job is really straining and you work too many hours or maybe you're living with a chronic illness or perhaps you have financial issues. And if so, you've probably been overwhelmed by stress and this can be really draining on your life. You can broadly break stress down into two categories. Acute, and chronic. While moderate acute stress poses little risk and can actually be beneficial in instances like improving performance, chronic stress significantly impacts your whole body. And cortisol is the main stress hormone and has lots of effects on the body. Chronic stress elevates your heart rate and blood pressure and this increases the risk of you developing hypertension, which is high blood pressure, heart attacks and strokes. And stress also interferes with the gut-brain communication leading to discomfort, pain and potential digestive problems. On top of this, it also causes persistent muscle tension and you can get issues like migraine headaches and lower back pain. It has lots of other effects as well like suppressing your immune system and all of this can have a knock-on effect on your health and your relationships and even your performance at work. At work there's always so many patients to see because of the staffing pressures. You're working very long hours, you're doing nights and weekends and you're missing your breaks, you're tired and you have people's lives in your hands. It's a really high stress environment to be in and I know that there have been times where I've just come home after a difficult day's work and you don't have the emotional or physical energy to be be present with your family, your partner, or your friends. And over time, this can be really detrimental to your health. So if this is you, then here's what you can do. One thing that might help is to integrate stress relief techniques into your daily routine. Simple things like deep breathing, meditation, or stretching can help calm your mind. And if you're not sure where to start, I've done a video on meditation and that's really helped me. Another tip is to set clear boundaries at work to manage stress. If you're finding the work's getting a bit too much, then try communicating openly about it with your colleagues. Try to take breaks regularly and adhere to the hours that you've been given. And if this isn't practical and you find yourself working more than you should be, then this should be flagged. At the hospital, we have a process called exception reporting. If you're staying late and missing breaks and things, then you can submit a report. This alerts the department and lets them know of the issue sort of as they arise and then they can make timely adjustments to work schedules. The third tip is to seek support from friends or family. You might not want to, but sharing your feelings with someone you trust can really help alleviate the burden of stress. If you're really unable to manage the emotional exhaustion, then it might be Time to consult a medical professional for help. On to the next reason. Ironically, this is probably a key reason why lots of us are always tired. It's to do with caffeine. Caffeine operates by suppressing adenosine receptors in the brain, and adenosine is a neurotransmitter that promotes relaxation and drowsiness. So when caffeine steps in and blocks these receptors, it gives us that familiar jolt of alertness. But here's the catch caffeine doesn't actually increase your energy levels, it just masks the feeling of fatigue by inhibiting the signals of low energy. So it basically tricks your brain into thinking you're more more awake and alert than you actually are. Also caffeine can increase your heart rate, providing that amped up sensation we get from when we take that pre-workout your friends wears by. One thing that you should be mindful is the half-life of caffeine and the half-life is the time it takes for half of the caffeine to be eliminated from your body and it's around four to five hours. So if you have a coffee at 4 p.m. to help push you through the last few hours of work, half of the caffeine content may still be circulating in your system when it's time to wind down for bed at 9 p.m. and because of this, it can really interfere with your sleep and then make you more tired. So here's three tips to help reduce the impact of caffeine on your tiredness. If you like your coffee like I do, limit your intake to 400 milligrams of caffeine per day. Because of its half-life, it's best to stick to decaf drinks after lunchtime. A cup of coffee usually has around 100 milligrams of caffeine in it. Another tip is to try and find alternative ways to boost your energy without just relying on caffeine. So nutrient-dense snacks like fruits or nuts can provide sustained energy. The third tip is to pair your caffeinated drinks with lots of water. Caffeine can make you dehydrated, which then contributes to feelings of tiredness. Following on from this, another aspect that might be impacting your energy levels is dehydration. Dehydration is basically where your body loses fluids and electrolytes faster than it can replenish them. One of the most common indicators of dehydration is persistent fatigue. You might get lightheadedness as well. Proper hydration is really important for feeling energized and optimizing your body functions. And when you're dehydrated, a few things happen. The reduction in fluid levels leads to a drop in blood pressure and there's a decrease in the amount of blood reaching various parts of the body, including the brain. And this reduction in blood volume makes your heart work harder to pump blood around the body and supply the necessary nutrients and oxygen and fluid to the cells and this increased workload places additional stress on your cardiovascular system and this can exacerbate the feelings of fatigue you're feeling the brain is highly sensitive to changes in blood flow and the reduced blood flow can cause you to feel tired and sleepy and it also has knock-on effects for your mood and impacts the ability to process information and maintain alertness as well as your body struggles to deliver adequate nutrients and fluid to the cells you may also get muscle cramps and weakness which are common signs of dehydration. The lack of essential resources for your muscles can leave you feeling tired and less capable of lifting weights or moving like usual. So what can you do? The first thing is to prioritize regular hydration and make a conscious effort to drink water consistently throughout the day. Buy a reusable water bottle, just carry with you everywhere. And don't drink too much water before bed though because this can make you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and obviously disturb your sleep. Another thing you can do is to pay attention to the color of your urine as an indicator of hydration. So light yellow or pale straw colored urine generally equals adequate hydration and dark urine can indicate dehydration. Also, if you're at higher risk of being dehydrated because the weather's warm or you've been exercising or if you're sick, make sure you drink more than usual. The next reason has to do with diet. The food you consume serves as the fuel for your body, but not all foods are created equal and your diet can have a big impact on your energy levels. Diet's high in sugar, so fizzy drinks and processed foods can lead to rapid spikes in blood sugar levels followed by sudden crashes and these crashes can leave you feeling low on energy. On the other hand, complex carbs like those found in whole grains and fruits and veg provide a more sustained release of energy. And I tend to not eat in the mornings because I feel more focused and alert when I don't eat first thing. I've done a video on intermittent fasting so be sure to check that out as well if you're thinking of giving it a go. Also you might want to be more cautious about the timing of your meals especially close to bedtime. Eating heavy meals too close to bedtime can lead to indigestion and discomfort making it harder for you to fall asleep. So the first tip is to aim for a well-balanced diet that includes lots of nutrient-dense foods. It sounds boring but it can make a big difference. Incorporating whole grains, lean proteins, fruit and veg into your meals. The next thing is to pay attention to the timing of the meals. Experiment to find out what works best for you and your energy levels. Some people benefit from intermittent fasting while others thrive with smaller, more frequent meals and tailor your meal schedule to suit your lifestyle and energy needs. Also, minimize the consumption of foods with too many added sugars because they can lead to these abrupt spikes and crashes in your blood sugar levels and leave you feeling really exhausted. Exercise might genuinely be the last thing on your mind if you're fighting fatigue, but regular exercise is also important because it enhances blood flow and promotes better circulation. And on top of this, exercise can help to increase your sleep pressure. So if you've woken up early, got a hard workout in and then had a really long day at work, by the time it comes for you to sleep, you probably have that intense urge to just fall on your pillow and go to sleep. This is basically sleep pressure. Sleep pressure is influenced by a neurotransmitter called adenosine. And the longer you go without sleep, the more adenosine builds up. And like we spoke about before, caffeine works to Block the adenosine receptors in the brain. As well as this, the greater your capacity for physical exercise, the more likely you are to feel energetic. And if you don't exercise enough, then your body will basically decondition and you'll just become progressively weaker. So the first tip is obvious make exercise a consistent part of your routine, prioritize it, and aim for at least 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise or 75 minutes of vigorous intensity exercise per week. And it's really not that much when you split over seven days. Incorporating strength training into your routine is a must as well. And if you can't Get to the gym, just doing a 20 minute brisk walk will really help to boost your strength and endurance and make your cardiovascular system more efficient. Also, try to establish achievable fitness goals that align with your current fitness level and lifestyle. Gradually increase the intensity and duration of your workouts to challenge your body without running yourself into the ground. And consistency wins in the long run. The next thing to do is try not to exercise too close to bedtime. This is because exercise causes adrenaline and cortisol release, and as a result, increases your heart rate and also increases your body temperatures well. All these things can interfere with your sleep so try to exercise in the earlier parts of the day if you can. A key reason why you might be feeling tired is if you're drinking often. Although alcohol might make you drowsy initially it can disrupt your sleep cycle. It interferes with the normal progression of sleep stages particularly with REM sleep so rapid eye movement which is really important for consolidating memories and because of this even if you sleep after a drinking session the quality of your sleep will be compromised and you might have more sleep disruptions leading to fatigue the next day. I've this myself a few times. My recovery and sleep score is terrible if I have anything more than one drink. Alcohol is a diuretic as well, meaning that it increases urine production and can lead you feeling dehydrated, which we spoke about before. Also, excessive consumption has been linked to anxiety and depression. And both of these conditions can really mess up your energy levels and make you more prone to feeling tired. The first tip is to aim for moderation in alcohol consumption. Be conscious of your intake and limit the number of drinks per occasion and be mindful of the amount you drink over the course of a week. The next tip is if you are drinking alternate your drinks with non-alcoholic ones this will help you to stay hydrated and minimize the dehydrating effects alcohol has on the body. Another thing you can do is to explore alcohol-free alternatives which lets you socialize and enjoy the, the taste without being hungover. This is basically what I do now for meeting up with friends because a heavy night's drinking can set you back days in terms of productivity. Honestly you have to ask yourself what really matters to you. Okay so before I finish I just want to add that feeling tired all the time is rarely just because of one thing. It's usually a combination of reasons like the ones we've discussed. One thing that might really help you is try to analyze your life by keeping a journal to keep track of your energy levels. You can broadly distill the issues we've discussed into three categories sleep, nutrition, and exercise. When these three areas are on point, for me, I tend to feel really energized and productive. See what things are draining you the most and try to address them. And if you want to make a change and start waking up earlier, then you might want to check out this video on how I learned to wake up at 5 a.m. without alarms. See you guys in the next next one. Peace.